They say that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Well, generally, that's a true statement. But in this case, there really isn't much mind left in D. Scott's head anyway, so the only thing we're really wasting here is your time. Welcome inside the mind of D. Scott. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. All right, off and running here, another episode of Inside the Mind of D. Scott. Thank you so much for checking in. Uh, by the way, my name is D. Scott, in case you were wondering who this person was. That was speaking on a podcast called Inside the Mind of D. Scott. Uh, other than me, uh, why would I be anyone else but me? Just just curious, just absolutely curious there. Uh, no, seriously, but thank you so much for spending some time with me here on a Saturday afternoon. Or it's, it's not even a Saturday afternoon. It's still Saturday morning, and that doesn't mean you are listening to this on Saturday at all. It just happens to be when I'm recording it. Anywho, if you could follow it or subscribe to it, yo, big shout-out to my boy Matt Halleck for uh, actually sharing the podcast with all of his followers and friends on his social medias. Absolutely love the support, my dude. Thank you so much for always having my back, and you know damn well I always got yours. Great to see that Halleck's Hitting Garage is back open. You got to check this guy out, by the way. This is like a plug for Matt Halleck. All right. Let me hit up his socials real quick so that you can try to get uh, get involved in what my dude is doing, because uh, he's giving away some hitting lessons for free. All right. So here's what you want to do. Uh, it's the, 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 the HHG underscore Florida on Instagram. Follow him on Instagram. HHG underscore Florida on Instagram. Uh, he's got. I think he's doing it for a bunch. Of, I, I don't know how many people he's doing, but he's doing some free hitting lessons like your first 10 lessons are free with Matt or something to that effect. I should have probably looked that up before I did it. But anyway, listen, Matt, shout out to you. I love you, buddy. You look great. Hope all is well. I'll talk to you very, very soon, I am sure. And I know you're listening because I told you what I was going to talk about today on Inside the Mind of D. Scott, and it would be the uh, uh, the Hall of Fame. The, 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 the Oh, my God. Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Excuse the stuttering. Um. Let's get one thing straight. I don't think Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens need the Hall of Fame to know that they had Hall of Fame careers, okay? I really don't think that whatsoever. Roger Clemens basically came out and said, I don't give a shit. Uh, it's cool. It is what it is. We all know what the guy did on the field. And listen, there was all kinds of rumors circulating around those guys when they were playing, whether it be Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Rafael Palmero, all of those guys that were quote-unquote juicing. We know they were. We, we understand that. We know they were. Did they ever get proven? No, not really. But I didn't realize that Major League Baseball was the, uh, was the moral compass of the world. I, I, I didn't think your morals meant anything or that you, if you cheated – it meant anything to get you into the Hall of Fame. And the reason I say that, A, is Major League Baseball turned their back to what everybody was doing in the 90s. You know why they didn't care about all the PED use that was going on in the 90s? Because baseball numbers were dwindling. Fans were dwindling. No one gave a damn about baseball because it was getting boring. The uh, the NBA when the NFL were blowing it out of the water with everything that they were doing, whether it be just the high-paced, fast action of both sports, uh, the all-star festivities for the NBA with the dunk contest, three-point contest, all that fun stuff. Baseball was like, what do we do? It's a slow-moving game. And don't get me wrong, I am an enormous baseball fan. But that doesn't mean anything to the, you know, to the uh, to the casual fan or trying to get someone interested. So 
All of a sudden, these guys are in Major League Baseball and they start doing uh, performance-enhancing drugs, steroids. Allegedly, they allegedly did these things, right? Next thing you know, we got this home run race going on with Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, and they're chasing down Roger Maris, and they're chasing him down, and it becomes the two of them, and it was exciting. Mark McGuire was hitting home runs like 550, 600-foot home runs, and they were doing it at an alarming rate, and it was amazing. Did Major League Baseball test them when they were bringing baseball back and putting them back on the map? Absolutely not. I believe Bud Selig was the uh, MLB president at the time. Do you think he cared? No, because baseball was making ma- uh, money hand over fist because these guys were bringing baseball back. Seriously. And no one cared. And then, you know, Barry Bonds goes out, hits 70 home runs in a season, breaks Hank Aaron's home run record. The circulation of rumors with the PEDs. Listen, that guy came into the league. He was a little tiny guy. He looked kind of like a cornerback in the NFL. By the time he retired, he looked like a middle linebacker. It is what it is. Do I think he did him? Sure. Can I prove it? No, I can't. And you know what? I don't care. And here's the reason I say it. There are cheaters in Major League Baseball's Hall of Fame. They were voted in. The writers and the voters turned their backs on what these people did. Oh, am I wrong? Do you think I might be wrong that there's cheaters in Major League Baseball, Major League Baseball's Hall of Fame? You mean to tell me that Raleigh Fingers, who is in the Hall of Fame, wasn't cheating? It was well known when Raleigh Fingers was playing that he was doctoring the ball, whether it be scuffing it, uh, spitting on it, using Vaseline. He's in the Hall of Fame. No one gave a shit about all the cheating that that guy did. Not for nothing. Ty Cobb, who was a hell of a baseball player, but was an absolute jackass in real life, is in the Hall of Fame. He was a member of the Ku Klux Klan. This is the moral compass of what goes on. We're, I thought the Hall of Fame was supposed to be for the best players that ever played baseball. Stats alone should get these guys in. I don't care if they cheated. Major League Baseball's Hall of Fame is currently missing the all-time hits leader, the all-time home runs leader, and the all-time Cy Young Award winner from the Hall of Fame. Did I say that Ty Cobb was in the KKK? Seriously, Babe Ruth was a drunk. Mickey Mantle had an alcohol problem. A lot of these guys, Paul Molitor had a, uh, I think it was Paul Molitor, had a gambling problem. He couldn't get himself away from the racetracks. Let me make sure that it was Paul Molitor and not somebody else because uh, I don't want to defame anybody. Let me, I got this, no, not subscribe, but the Christ. Click the right thing. I want to make sure I got the right story here. I mean, seriously, this thing should be the Hall of Shame, not the Hall of Fame for the people that are in there. Uh, let me look real quick. Hang on, just bear with me while I while I sing random songs to you. Okay. Uh, let's see. Casey Stangle, who's in from ni- uh, class of 1966, once called Paul Warner Wainer, who got in in uh, 1952, a graceful player. Why did he call him that? Because he could slide into second base without breaking the bottle that was in his pocket. Another drunk. You gotta be kidding me. Guys from the friggin' Black Sox are in the Hall of Fame. Did I say Raleigh Fingers? I meant Gaylord Perry. He was the one that was scuffing the ball. I did not mean Raleigh Fingers. I had my pitchers confused. So please, please, please forgive me. That was Gaylord Perry, who got in in 91, by the way. Uh, Steroids, no. But he was doctoring balls with spit, Vaseline, and other substances to confound hitters. 
Yes, Gaylord Perry is in the Hall of Fame. Paul Molitor, who got in in 2004, he had a racetrack gambling issue. Um, Let's see, Wade Boggs had uh, extramarital affairs and actually admitted to Barbara Walters that he was a sex addict. And this is not to take away from any of these players and what they did on the field, because I was a fan of Wade Boggs, more so when he was in pinstripes than when he was in Beantown, but that is neither here nor there. So... If you're taking performance-enhancing drugs, yes, it does give you a slight advantage amongst other over other people. Does it put bat on ball? No. Were Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens Hall of Famers before the allegations started? Absolutely. And while I'm at it, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa both belong in the Hall of Fame as well. I'm just throwing that out there, okay? And that's based on numbers alone. Mark McGuire was a monster. Sammy Sosa had ridiculous career stats. Speaking of career stats, I have some. Oh, by the way, Alex Rodriguez is a Hall of Famer. I don't care if you like the guy or not. Career batting average of 295. He had 696 home runs. His war was 117.5. He had 3,115 hits. In comparison to Big Poppy, who just got in, first time, first ballot Hall of Famer, Big Poppy, David Ortiz, who, by the way, was a designated hitter. And this is not to take anything away from David Ortiz. I'm not a Red Sox fan, but real recognizes real. Ortiz was clutch. He was absolutely amazing, but he hit 286 for his average. He had 541 career home runs and 2,472 hits. That is well over 100, almost 300 home runs less than Alex Rodriguez. He hit for career batting average under Alex Rodriguez. And while we're talking stats, let's look at Barry Bonds' career stats. Whether you agree with this or not, the Hall of Fame is the be- for the best players to ever play the game. Barry Bonds had a 298 career batting average. He hit 762 home runs. He had 2,935 hits with a war of 162.7. He had 762 home runs out of 9,847 at-bats. 9,847 at-bats, 2,935 hits. He was a seven-time MVP, 14-time All-Star. Seven-time MVP. Because people think that what he did was morally wrong. He quote-unquote cheated. Mm. Did he cheat or was everybody in Major League Baseball minus a few people doing steroids back then and he was doing everything he could to stay competitive in the league? Want to talk stats? How about uh, seven Cy Young award-winning Roger Clemens, who would probably go into the Hall as a Red Sox, and I'm okay with that, but he can't go into the Hall as a Red Sox because this was his last year on the ballot. And the writers screwed him over because they feel that it's a moral issue. You tell me that a 312 career ERA with uh, 354 wins and 184 losses does not belong in the Hall of Fame? Are you kidding me? Absolutely insane to think that Roger Clemens does not belong in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. And while we're at it real quick, oh, let's see. How many strikeouts did my guy Roger Clemens have in his career? Let me look it up real quick. Uh, I had it right there. Oh, 4,672 strikeouts. 4,672 
strikeouts for Roger Clemens. These guys don't belong in the Hall of Fame. Are you kidding me? Just in comparison, let's see how many strikeouts. Oh, by the way, Roger Clemens is third amongst uh, Major League Baseball pitchers in strikeouts. It goes Nolan Ryan, Randy Johnson, and then Roger Clemens. Third in strikeouts behind two amazing pitchers. One was the greatest pitcher of all time, and that was Nolan Ryan. You could fight me on that one all day long. I dare you to find me a better pitcher ever than Nolan Ryan. It will never happen. No one will be as good as what Nolan Ryan was. But I digress. Uh, Let me go back to that because I want to see how many, let's see, who has the most strikeouts in Major League Baseball history. All right. Nolan Ryan, 5,714 strikeouts. Randy Johnson, 4,875 strikeouts. Right behind him, just 203 strikeouts less than Randy Johnson, 4,672, Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, Alex Rodriguez, Pete Rose, they all belong in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. They all belong in Cooperstown. But because these writers, whom, by the way, Play God with these people. And I, like I said earlier in this podcast, I don't think any of these guys feel that they need to be in Cooperstown's, you know, immortalized in Cooperstown to feel that they had Hall of Fame careers. We know they did. We all know they did. Even the guys that aren't voting for these guys, those baseball writers that have these all-important votes and like to play God with people so they, can't, they can or cannot get into the Baseball Hall of Fame. They all know that Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Alex Rodriguez, and Pete Rose were Hall of Famers. They had Hall of Fame careers. Not for nothing. Who was the guy that got in last year? Who? What? Larry Walker. Larry Walker got into the Hall of Fame last year. But Barry Bonds can't. Barry Bonds can't because, oh, and it, I, I read this a couple of different times. If Barry Bonds had David Ortiz's personality, he would be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. It's not a popularity contest, by the way. It is not by any stretch of the imagination, a popularity contest to get into the Hall of Fame, okay? Do they have stuff in the museum at Cooperstown? Oh, of course they do. The 20-strikeout game, I'm sure, is immortalized for Roger Clemens in, in Cooperstown, in the museum. Barry Bonds, 762 home runs, 70 home runs or 72 home runs, whatever he had in that one season. All of that is commemorated inside the museum in Cooperstown. Kurt Schilling's bloody sock, pretty sure that is in Cooperstown as well. Alex Rodriguez won a World Series, by the way, too. He does have a ring. Yeah, and I don't care. I don't care if you like the guy or not. Was he an, was he a jerk? Maybe, sometimes. Uh, Barry Bonds definitely was. He wasn't the greatest teammate either. I know people that have played with him have come out and said not-so-great things about Barry Bonds on the field, kind of a, kind of a hard-headed a-hole for the most part. But his stats get him into Cooperstown. The voting needs to change, or these people need to just get past the steroid era. Otherwise... We're not going to, oh, except for Big Poppy. Big Poppy got in there, by the way. And, oh, not for nothing? Not for nothing. Steroids and PEDs, those rumors circulated around Poppy as well. You mean to tell me where he was just kind of a blah player in Minnesota and then all of a sudden became this monster in Boston that he wasn't doing something? Of course he was. Absolutely, 100%. Pretty sure his name was on the one report that came out. They said, oh, it was a false positive test. They went to bat, pardon the pun, for David Ortiz. Does David Ortiz belong in the Hall of Fame? I believe he does. Did he take PEDs? I believe he did. Is that a double standard? 100% that is a double standard. Okay? Roger Clemens wasn't the nicest guy. Barry Bonds, not the nicest guy. Pete Rose, eh, not really a nice guy. Stats don't lie. 
Pete Rose, all-time hits leader. Barry Bonds, all-time home runs leader. By the way, Barry Bonds, like, other stats, not to mention the fact that he was a seven-time MVP. Are you kidding me? Seven times he won MVP. Somebody was voting for this guy. There were still PED rumors floating around. Anyway, his stats are phenomenal. Look up Barry Bonds' actual stats. Besides his war and his home runs and his almost 300 career batting average, he hit 298 for a career, which was extremely long, by the way. Um, look about the walks, his on-base percentage. They walked Barry Bonds in a game with the bases loaded one time because they didn't want to face him. They didn't want to give him anything to blast over the over the fence. They would have rather take given up. I don't remember what team it was, but they would have rather have given up the one run on the intentional walk with the bases loaded than possibly have Barry Bonds hit a grand slam. In a sport where nine out of ten times you pretty much fail hitting, they walked him in just to keep away from the grand slam because Barry Bonds was that threatening and that intimidating at the plate. He belongs in the Hall of Fame. The voting process is horseshit. It needs to change. I don't know how it needs to change, but it needs to change. Either that or you need to get over the fact that there was a bunch of steroids going on in baseball that Major League Baseball had no problem with until it was over. It, you know, And it's still going on. I don't care how much they test them now. They're still doing it. The guys are still out there doing it. Okay, There's Somehow, some way, some, some shape or form, they are taking something. By the way, weren't amphetamines big like in the 50s and 60s with guys so they could get up for games? Uppers, druggies, drunks, they're all in the Hall of Fame. Are you kidding me? It's not a moral competition. It is not the moral Hall of Fame. These are professional athletes. We don't like you we put them up on this pedestal for what they're they're capable of doing on the field in which they choose, whether it's a basketball court or a baseball field or a football field, tennis court. It doesn't matter. That's why we put these people up on their pedestal for what they could do while they were playing the game of their profession. Their chosen game. It's not a moral competition. Your stats don't lie. These guys need to be in. By the way, outside of a few guys like, oh, I don't know, Ken Griffey Jr., um, Derek Jeter, who's already in, Mariano Rivera, some of the guys like that, that didn't do PEDs in a time where PEDs were kind of big in baseball in the 90s. Although, you know, some of those guys came in later, but Griffey was playing when I was in high school. He was in there in the 90s, and he did it clean. Um, There's not many guys that are going to make it into the Hall of Fame that uh, weren't part of the steroid era they just, because they, even though they deserve to be, they, they absolutely deserve to be, and they won't get in because the writers just have this hang-up. He cheated. He cheated. He didn't cheat. Well, yeah, they did cheat. They all cheated. Every single one of them cheated. Okay? In some way, shape, or form, you can go back as far as you want to. I'll say it again, and this is what I will end with. It is not a moral Hall of Fame. These guys are not going into the Hall of Fame based on their morals. Okay? Derek Jeter was was a he was doing whatever he was doing with women, getting them out of his hotel or his 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 apartment and giving them baskets to basically keep them quiet to keep it on the down low. That's a story that's been out there for a long time. And Derek Jeter seems like one of the nicest dudes you could possibly run into. He did everything right, but that was the thing. Yeah, he got in the hall. By the way, screw the one guy that didn't vote for Derek Jeter. I'm surprised that there wasn't one person that, didn't, that, that just said, screw it, I'm not voting for Mariano Rivera. 
just so he's not the first unanimous Hall of Famer. Look, seriously. I'm just, so to the baseball writers and the people that vote, not that you're listening to my podcast because you, you don't care about what I have to say, but I say screw you. Get off your soapbox. You, you don't get to choose. I can't believe that this is how we choose who gets in and who doesn't. Stats should do it alone. Again, it is not a moral Hall of Fame. Thank you for listening. That is the uh, the podcast. If you got anything, if you know me personally, you can DM me or text me, whatever you want to do, or hit me on the email, dscottradio, D-S-C-O-T-T radio, R-A-D-I-O, at yahoo.com. Shoot me an email, and uh, I will gladly discuss whatever it is you have to say about this or any other topics that I talk about on the podcast. Have a good one.